welcome, welcome to the Marketing Campaign Podcast, where Bernice Lohman brings a spotlight to entrepreneur stories, brand, and shares chapters of her book, Marketing Campaign Handbook. Be sure to visit marketingcampaignhandbook.com. Now, let's go. Hey there, guys. It is me, Bernice Lohman, uh, the CEO of Loma Creative Services, also your author of the Marketing Campaign Handbook and uh, today's episode of the Marketing Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm super excited to have Miss Elizabeth uh, on with us today, and she is the, quote, absolute marketing uh, guru that we're going to have an interesting conversation today. I love to have guests, uh, marketers brand specialists, uh, website developers, all of the digital marketing space um, experts. And I'm excited today. So uh, welcome, Miss Elizabeth. Thanks for having me. Uh, listen, uh, the Marketing Entrepreneurs Podcast is sort of different, I would say. Uh, we're going to get into the marketing tips and uh, those uh, amazing uh words or techniques that you have to share with our audience. But I always pause on this uh, podcast and I always share or ask the guests to share one thing about yourself outside of what you do, the amazing things, share with them. Who is Elizabeth? I am actually a divorcee at 20. Went through a really rough time and, and lost everything, um, only to come back and build a six-figure-plus business. And um, I also am a ballroom dancer. Wow. That, now that is awesome. Okay, awesome, awesome. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So we're going to have an interesting conversation. So ballroom dancer. Do you miss it now that we're in this uh, this pandemic I do. I do. Some of the studios have opened back up and um, I've just been kind of waiting for, you know, my opportunity to get back out there. But, you know, you can't really dance six feet apart, especially some of the dances. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just wondering, like, OK, so I wonder how, you know, what's happening during this time. Uh, so you have you have an amazing story. I was reading your uh, mini podcast bio uh, and your first words was you were frustrated with traditional marketing methods. That stood out to me because, you know, normally when you think of marketing, we we as in marketers, we as in business owners, we talk about that traditional uh, method. So why did you become frustrated though? I'm just curious. Why did you, why did you become frustrated? And just talk to us about that. I actually started my career running one business and it quickly became two businesses and then three. And then I was running 13 meetup groups a month and I was networking three times a day myself. Um, I did that. I networked three times a day for a year for my business. Um, and it was intense. Uh, I gained weight cause I ate a lot of food. <laughs> But I, I was out there doing a lot of stuff and the traditional, what I consider traditional methods of marketing were you have to post online every day, you have to write a blog post every month or every week, you have to, you know, basically push content out 
in this little drip, 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 you know, options. Uh And I was like, I am too busy for that. And then I realized so was everybody else. So I started changing that. Okay. That's awesome. And with the, well, I guess I'm, I want to, well, I want to ask what, where did the absolute, the quote absolute marketing come from? But I, I just thought about it like, well, I'm sure it came in around the frustration of traditional war. Just talk to us a little bit about that. How did the name absolute marketing come about? Well, that actually is more recent than the actual methods. So I started developing my own methods for myself just internally, you know, just how, what can I do to streamline things? What can I do to change the way marketing is done? But, you know, just for myself, I don't really need to do anything else with it. It's just how can I streamline stuff for me? And because I was so busy and I started streamlining things for myself and it started working really well. And then uh, about four years ago, I started doing this for other people and I realized oh my gosh, this is really something that can be used not just for me. Like it's it's kind of a big deal when I just kind of thought, eh, just do it for myself. Like it wasn't that big a deal to me. Um, and so I started helping my clients with some of this stuff. And then about two years ago, I was working with a coach and I said, I feel like my brand is just scattered in, you know, us branders and marketers, we can do everybody else's work. But then when it comes to our own stuff, we're like, uh, what, what? <laughs> so I worked with a branding coach um, and a, another marketer and she was like, you kind of have a system. And I was like, nah, no, I just, I just, it's just scattered. I don't know. And she goes, no, you got a system. And she said, I need you to come up with a name for it. And I was like, okay. So I actually ended up using my own branding process on myself. Um, and, and I'd done that before, but this time it was a little different. And what I really wanted to get across with absolute marketing is that it's the foundation. It's kind of the only thing you really need. Um, and so I just wanted it to be like this absolute foundation. That's it. You don't need anything else. If you can just do this, then you're good. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, you said something uh, that stood out and you as a marketer, you got a coach. Now, I want to talk about that because we tend to think because we're doing it, we don't need that accountability. So at what point did you feel like, you know what, let me just take a pause, let me take a moment, and let me just get some help here. Let me get another coach. Like, what was that? I know this is unscripted, guys, by the way. <laughs> this is totally unscripted. Like, But at what point did you feel like you, you did need that accountability yourself? It was actually several times in my career. So the first time was actually six years in. So I started my business in 2007. Uh And about 2013, I realized, yeah, I've I've been like seven different company names. I kind of need to get my stuff together. So I hired a branding coach and she taught me her process and showed me how she does things and walked me through a branding process, like her specific process. And- I was so like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this kind of wrong. Like, you know, my process that I was working with my clients on, I wasn't really doing a great job. And I said, can I steal some of your process for my clients? Because you do it real, like she just had it down and Uh she helped me so much. And I I actually became what what was known as Jack's computer chick, because that's what my company was. And I was working a little bit with business owners, but not very much. It was mostly residential Mm -hmm. computer repair. Um, And then I started to use her process with clients and I started to use her process when I needed to create new brands for myself. And I went that way for a while. And then um, I got a regular business coach and 
she really helped me with the operational side of things. And that was about two or three years later. And then this most recent one was actually, believe it or not, a speaking coach because I was doing so much public speaking that I needed to like, what's my signature talk and you know, all that stuff. And she's like, you have this system sitting right in front of you. You just need to package it and brand it that way and actually tell people what you're doing, but in a, in a packaged form. And so once I did that, it just kind of took off from there and really made me realize that I have something signature, unique, and girl, let me tell you, as a marketer, I get sick of my own self. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I get sick of my own stuff sometimes. I'm like, do I have to talk about this again? But really, I love it so much that I do get passionate about it. But I kind of feel like, is everyone else as sick of it as I am? Is everyone else as sick of hearing about this as I am? Because I'm really just saying like the same five things over and over. But it really goes to show you that consistency which yes. I talk to my clients about all the time um, and, you know, kind of practice what you preach. Right. And that it's really key and people will latch on to things and they will like, huh, that actually makes a lot of sense once you're consistent. So um, the coaches that I've had over the years, there's been several um, it, it's just really helped me to get to this point and, you know, just taking everything that I've learned and, and kind of rolling it all into this system that I have now, like, I don't know, it just, it just taking me places that I never thought it would take me. So. I love it. I love it. You uh, you mentioned branding, like branding is the key. Uh, I would like to get your feedback on why do you think branding is so important? Uh, because I share this also with my clients that tend to kind of want to get right heavy into the call to actions and get started with the marketing tools, but yet miss out on that branding piece. So like, Explain to the audience how important is branding? It's paramount. It's foundational. You don't have a company without a brand. And when I work with my clients, that's the first thing we do. And sometimes clients will say to me, I already got a brand. I already got stuff. Like, don't worry, but we'll just use that. I, my cousin did my logo. No, if I look at it and I'm like, that's not strong enough. It's just not strong enough. I'm not going to let you spend money on a website, on social media, on all this other stuff, if I don't think that your brand, your logo, whatever you want to call your brand, because I think it's something very specific. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to call your brand, if I don't think it's strong enough, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let you entertain any, any other services with me. I'm going to say, we got to start with your brand. Yeah. And I'm going to explain to you why, because sometimes people are just like, oh, it's good enough. It's fine. No, I can tell you 10 reasons right now why it's not fine and why all the other things you try to put money on and try to build on top of that are just going to fall flat. And then you're going to wonder, why is my website not working? Why is my marketing not working? Why is, you know, my social media not working? It's because of your brand. It all comes back to that. Mm -hmm. How do, so those who are, let me just say this. I 100% agree with you. I'm over here like, yes, 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 that's it. That's it. Um, so how does one who's watching, um, we have more of a smaller business, uh, mid-level businesses who, uh, who are listening and watching the podcast. Uh, so for those who are just getting started, what platform will you suggest? Because I get that question often as well. Like, okay, should I start on Facebook? Should I do Instagram? Should I do a little bit of both? Like, should I do Snapchat? Like what platforms would, uh, would you suggest? 
I'm gonna go against conventional here and <laughs> oh you know God. that's why I said I'm frustrated with conventional so that's why I started this when you start a business and you're saying oh I'm just starting oh I don't have that much money this is for real mm -hmm. this is this is real life this is serious and I try and tell people you need to invest there's there's not any shortcuts to entrepreneurship there's not any you just need a funnel you know like that's that is just playing like you're not even you're not even in it so if you want to be successful and actually have something to build a a career on a life on then you have to really be in it i'm not saying you have to spend a million dollars or ten thousand dollars even but you have to be willing to invest in the pieces that are going to actually cost you money so if you just start with facebook no one's going to really see you as as legitimate as you should be seen. No one's going to see you as, you know, as the type of business you probably want to be. And I always tell people, you want to tell people who you are or who you actually want to be rather than where you are right now. So if you want to be seen as a six-figure company because you want to someday be a six-figure company, you have to present yourself as a six-figure company. It doesn't mean you have to lie or be flashy. Yeah. Let me, let's pause on that, okay? Because that had some listen. Let's pause on that because presenting presentation is is like everything, as you stated that in in layman terms. Um, branding, please tell that. Please repeat that because I don't think they get it. As small business owners getting started, I don't laugh at me seriously. But I mean, this what you see is really no. I, I'm laughing because I have heard the excuses. And yes. I can tell you as a marketer, I'm tired of the excuses. So I don't pull any punches anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, so you want these million dollar clients and you want yeah. these, what we call six figure, uh, even six figure clients, then how are you positioning yourself? That's the key. How are you positioning yourself to, yeah. um, uh, laces? How are you positioning yourself? Now here's a question that everyone should uh, should evaluate. Look at your brand and ask mm -hmm. yourself, who would be attracted to my brand? Yep. Who would be attracted? Okay, you can go ahead. I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good because, I mean, you're so right. You know, you have to, you know, like when, when people say to me, well, this is the clients I have. Let's say they already started a business. Mm -hmm. And they're like, these are the clients I have now. They don't have any money. I could never raise my prices or I could never charge X. But then I say to them, well, what clients do you want? Do you want these clients? Are these the, your, your favorite, ideal, perfect, perfect world clients? And they say, well, no, I mean, I'd like clients that have this much money or this type of business or this are in this industry. Okay, then you've got to change your website and only talk to that industry. You've got to change your wording and talk to that, talk to those people. You got to change your prices so that you seem more valuable to them. So you got to tell people where you want to be, not where you are. And I, I've, I've actually did that when I started with absolute marketing, when I actually started doing um, the in a day sessions, I actually was doing the traditional thing, right? So I was doing four to six week websites. I was doing two week, three week brands, I was doing three month membership sites. I mean, I was doing the total normal stuff. And what was happening was everybody would get me all their junk on day 29 of our 30 day contract. And me being the, you know, people pleaser that I am, 
I would be feel obligated to the client, even though they're the ones who jerked me around for 30 days uh, and stressed me the heck out. Cause then I was wondering how am I going to do this with two more new clients coming in and I don't have time and uh, you know, going back and forth. I was stressed and I would stress myself out trying to contact them, trying to get them to do stuff. They would, they would just flood my inbox with just stuff, you know, here's this, here's this, here's this. And then I would sit there for an entire day. And I would push everything else off. I would cancel networking meetings. I would, I would just like, I can't deal with you. I have to finish this site. And I would spend like a 24 hour period building the app, the about page, putting their bio in, asking them for their headshot, then going back saying, can you look at it? Okay. What do you think? Just email back and forth. And I said, you know what? Why am I doing this to myself? If I could just get their butts in a chair in a room for eight hours, all this could be done because obviously I can build a site in a day. So what if I just did it in a day and just told them you get me for eight hours you're going to sit down with me. You're going to spend the time with me and you're going to get it done because a business owner looks at a four week biz, uh, website plan and goes, oh, what am I going to, I don't have four weeks to put towards this. I, I'm a business owner. I'm busy. But then if you say, give me one day and then I, and then they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could give you a whole day. And I'm like, guess what? If you can't give me a whole day, there's something wrong with your business. And they're like, what? I like that. That's something good, wrong. What? That's a good approach. I like that. So then I started doing that. And then I started doing it with social media. I started doing it with email marketing. I started doing it with blogging and I started doing it with branding. And then all of a sudden I have these five days that are like these magic five days. And then I I said, you know what, this is, I told my husband after I did the first two, just like that with just one day, I said, I said to my husband, this is what I want to do. This is the only thing I want to do. I don't want to do all this other junk anymore. I don't want to deal with these people for five weeks anymore and then have overages and have them complaining to me all the time. I said, I just want to do this. And he goes, then you should just tell people that's what you're doing. And I made the scariest decision ever. And I went on my website in a day. (laughs) And I literally sat with one day with just my website. And I just took everything down. And all I put up was, you can get absolute marketing. You can get me for this day, this day, this day, or this day. You call me. We'll set up the time. It's X amount of dollars. And I cut my prices in half. And people just ate it up and I didn't offer anything else, but it was like, I wasn't telling people where I was, I was telling people where I wanted to be, even though I only had done like one or two clients that way, yes. I knew I could do it. So I just, yes. I just said, that's it. Clean slate starting over. And people went with me on that journey. I love that. That's being intentional. Absolutely. Being intentional, intentional mark. I mean, brand, intentional marketing. Now, let me say this. Let me, well, let me ask, was it scary? Oh Yeah. You said you oh, t- I thought <laughs> I thought I'm not going to make any money, but then I looked at the potential and I was like, if I make, you know, I was making 3,500 a site and now I'm making 1500 a site, but I can do it 30 times a month if I want. Yeah. And I was like, mm, no, okay. Like I was just, <laughs> you know, yeah. doing the back and forth thing, but I, I stuck with it and it paid off big time. I love it. Now, what advice would you give those who are listening? Since we're like in this, you know, let's do a different approach, doing something different, uh, being frustrated with, you know, the average, whether they're a marketer, they may be a a coat salesman or a car sales woman or a man, but whatever industry they're in and they're listening right now or watching right now, what would 
what advice would you give them who are feeling the same way? Like, I want to do something different. Uh, you know, yeah. I, this is not me. I'm frustrated with this part of my entrepreneurship journey. Um, you know, what advice? Because you did obviously have some type of fear or emotions that came around that time where you like, let me take com this completely down. So what advice would you give someone who's in that same uh, predicament or situation? I would first say, think of what that I wish is. You know, if it's, um, I wish I could do this every day, which once I did one of those in a days, I was like, oh, this is it. I wish I could do this every day. And I went after that. I went after those clients, not after the ones that were dragging me down for four weeks and all that. I was like this, I found that thing. Even if I only did it once, I was like this one little thing. It made me so happy. It was so freeing. It was so, uh, I felt so accomplished. I felt like the client was happy. Like they were reciprocating that back to me. Like I had done it one time and I was like, this is it. So once you find that like thing, I wish I could do this every day then that's what you need to go after. And as far as the fear goes, I had to keep telling myself this, and this is just an entrepreneurial thing that I've, I've always used this advice for myself, especially because I'm always like afraid of everything, um, is that this is temporary. Mm -hmm. This, this afraid section of, of this, you know, what I'm doing, this, this fear portion, this, um, you know, this, this adjustment period, this, you know, COVID, <laughs> like all this stuff, yeah. it's all temporary. And that's what keeps us moving forward. So if we can say to ourselves, if we wake up and we're like, okay, today's going to be a rough day. Like I have no clients. I have no money. I changed everything. And I'm sitting here like, come on people, you know, and you're trying to market yourself and you're trying to put yourself out there. It didn't mean I didn't have to hustle. I still had to hustle and get the clients because nobody knew what I was doing. They're like, what the heck is that? What does that even mean in a day? What are you seriously in a day? Come on now. And they didn't believe me. So I still had to like push myself out there. I still had to explain it to people and educate people. Uh -huh. But at the same time, I was doing something that I believed in. I was doing something that I wanted to do. And it made me basically a better marketer for myself uh -huh. because I was able to actually believe in what I was doing and say, if I can get this person as a client, if I can educate them enough to understand what I'm doing and say, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I like to do the fun part that I like. <laughs> so remembering that these, these hard parts are temporary. And that if we can move past them, then we're going to get to a much better place. And this temporary part will be over soon. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I also think about opportunity costs. I'm sure there's a high opportunity cost as well that you and those who choose to go this route as well, because while you're taking that, that day, someone else could have, you could have been servicing five, six, seven clients during that day, hour of time. So, I would even advise, and I'm sure you would too, is to price accordingly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the, the day thing is not for everybody. I mean, you know, when, when you're a small business owner, the reason I did it that way was because that's what worked for me and that's what worked for my clients, the type of clients I wanted. Um, I've had other people where they've done like hybrid versions if they're marketers. Uh -huh. And then I've had other people who are business owners who are not marketers. My my main advice for them is you need to batch. Like if you're doing all this stuff yourself and you're really not into hiring anybody, which you should hire at least a professional at least one time in your life. Yeah. But if you're not into hiring a professional or hiring anybody right now, batching is where it's at. You are sitting, you are giving your brain time to focus on one thing at a time and you are giving yourself that day. I mean, 
people go on, you know, um, mindset retreats and they do these, you know, corporate retreats where they go and they do their strategic planning and all that stuff. They give themselves time to take one day or two days or whatever that amount of time is and just focus on strategic planning and they isolate themselves from everything else. And that's really what my approach does is it isolates you and says, today we're just doing social media. We're doing 365 posts. We're creating them. We're writing them. We're scheduling them. We're creating that strategy and we're doing all of it today. Then your brain is like, I only have to do one thing today. Are you serious? (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then it becomes so much more creative. And then now you've got that whole year done. You are now freed up creatively. Your brain is like, I don't have to think about social media every day. I don't have to worry about it every day. That when something does come along that you want to post, it's new and exciting. And you never would have guessed that it would happen six months ago. Then now you have the creative energy to go, oh, this one thing happened. I want to post it right now. And you just, you post it and you're done. Because your brain can get that off its, you know, off your mind and say, okay, put this out there, share this. And now you're done. You're not sitting there thinking, okay, I'm really busy today, but I've got to post something on social media or a week goes by and you're like, oh crap, I didn't post anything this week. You know, it's already done for you. So you have this foundational layer and you can free up your brain to think about all the other things you have to do. I love it. I absolutely like am all for that. That's amazing, Elizabeth. (laughs) So um, do you have anything as we're about to close? Do you have any uh, upcoming events or how can we connect with you? I'll let everyone know um, even now and to come who will catch this uh, podcast. How can they stay connected with you? Well, you can go to getabsolutemarketing.com. That's our website. We are launching our um, course at the end of the month. It is a self-paced course, and we also have a group coaching option. And then we also have a one-on-one option. So the the self-paced course, obviously, is the five full days um, there's videos and worksheets and all kinds of stuff, and you can you can sign up for that. And then the um, group coaching is um, a five-week course. And we also have a one-on-one version of that as well, where we take five weeks and do these things instead of five days. So it gives you some time to kind of do it and kind of feel a little more relaxed. And then, of course, we have the in-person and virtual sessions, which are five days, one full day on each subject, branding, website, social media, email marketing and blogging. Um, and we create an entire year's worth of content and create it, schedule it, write it, all of that in one day for each of those pieces. Um, and then I actually have a free thing right now on my website. We're offering our tools page, which is access to an entire list of all of our tools um, that you can actually get all the tools I use for my business, all my social media tools, my website tools, um, all my CRM stuff that I use that keeps everything really streamlined. And some of these things are actually free. So I try to keep my business very lean. Um, I follow the profit first method for um, cash flow and marketing, um, you know, for my business um, finances. And so I keep everything really lean. So I get a lot accomplished on a little bit of money. And so all my tools are very in that vein of if I think it's important, I'll pay a little extra. But then if it's something that I really you know don't need, it's not on my list. So um, I have my list of tools there. You can put your email in and get that access for free. And it's pretty, pretty good list of tools. That's awesome. I'm going over there like right now. <laughs> um, uh, so guys, I got it on the screen. GetAbsoluteMarketing.com. Check it out. We have uh, today, uh, Mrs. Elizabeth. Is it Papillon? You know, I didn't even ask you your, your last name. Oh, I it's Elizabeth. Up. Yeah, it's Elizabeth Pampalone. A Papillon. Okay, I was like, yeah. no. Okay, Pap- I was in there somewhere. 
<laughs> oh, thank you so much, Miss Papalone. And uh, we will hopefully have you soon, back soon. Yeah, let me know. I'm happy to come back anytime. And and I also have a podcast as well. So yes. um, you guys can check that out on my website. It's actually a, again, I'm changing the industry, two-minute podcast. And we go through uh, different tips. And um, I'd love to have you on sometime too. So that'll be fun. Well, send me the link. I'll be, I'll be I glad. Will. <laughs> I love it. Continue to be different. Love it. Awesome, guys. That was Miss Elizabeth Papalone. Uh, man, that was awesome. Guys, you know, for every episode that I do, I share um, not only tips on my book, but I give a spotlight for other entrepreneurs. And I hope you guys uh, will continue to uh, go to the website, Marketing campaignhandbook.com. Uh, I love for you guys to um, go there. You'll be directed if you want to stay connected through uh, email. We have an email subscription where you can you can add and stay connected there. Uh, there will be uh, some upcoming events related to the Marketing Entrepreneurs Podcast. So I want to make sure that you do know and you get all the great information uh, as well as when we have guests such as today, uh, Miss Elizabeth Papalone is amazing, 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 amazing lady. Uh, I want you guys, again, go to her website, uh, which is getabsolutemarketing.com. Make sure, and I have it on the screen here, make sure that you go there, get all the tools there for uh, absolute marketing. I love the fact that, uh, I love the fact that it's different. It's, it's something beyond outside of the box. I love the fact that she understands what she, what she, uh, who she's serving, who she is. She's very clear. I always talk about, you know, being clear, making sure that you are uh, very specific and not only your approach with marketing, but your brand as well. Uh, and so, I would love for you guys to stay connected with her as well. Again, it's getabsolutemarketing.com. Make sure you see that on the screen. Uh, and I have also, uh, I put them on, excuse me, I put them also inside the comments here so you guys can just copy and paste it to your, uh, to your browsing so that you can stay connected. So hello guys, I see some new people are on. Uh, I am... I am uh, going to also now share with you guys another segment here uh, where I share about uh, marketing from the marketing campaign handbook. And here uh, I'm going to share in the same lines of what she was just talking about. She is an Elizabeth. Uh, she was sharing. She's from Absolute Marketing. Uh, about being clear, you know, being clear with your brand, understanding that where you want to go, the clients that you want to serve, making sure that you are, uh, you're presenting yourself in a way that your clients who you want to serve. So for instance, if you want to serve, um, if you want to serve six figure clients, then you have to put yourself in that position and be in the audience where they are. I, I find a lot of times as well that we as small business owners tend to, we can get our brand, we can still look, you know, polished, we call that polished, yet we're in the, we're not in the 
platform or in around surrounded in excuse me surrounded around a platform that we need to be so i think also uh and i know also that uh not only should we be polished what we call branded uh, professionally and uh, clear with our message but also be be at that platform where you need to be um and i want you guys to if you're just coming on go back and listen to the conversation that uh, Elizabeth and I uh, just had when she mentioned also about social media platforms uh, and knowing exactly uh, where your audience is. I had a client um, that we recently was just talking and he mentioned about uh, Snapchat uh, approach and uh, we were working on some some strategies for him for uh for snapchat well you know uh which is amazing the audience that he's seeking is exactly uh where he should be where we're working on is a strategy for snapchat well you may have uh snapchat and we were we were working on snapchat and tiktok well you may have a platform that uh, has your audience that you're looking for and guess what you're not there because you're mean the average as elizabeth says the average we're just stuck on facebook well like right now i'm streaming on periscope we have an audience on periscope a global audience uh, that are listening and watching in from periscope so i'm not just on facebook but hello facebook friends but you may want to consider even YouTube. YouTube is a really great uh, platform as well that not only you sh not only should you be on, but you should also you should also be consistent. I love how Elizabeth, yeah, she said preach. You should always be on the platforms that serve your ideal demographics. Not every platform is for everyone. I totally, totally, I totally uh I totally agree with you, Elizabeth. Uh, also, okay, awesome, great, thank you so much. I just believe that. I just believe that we should. We shouldn't just stick to one, one platform, and that's it. But if we do, let me say this: if we do, be consistent. And I love how Elizabeth stated. Uh, you know, being consistent, making sure that if you're going to do something, and this is straight layman's terms, you guys been listening and watching the podcast, you understand, you should know me by now. <laughs> Just being clear, being, uh, being clear of your approach, but being consistent. If you have your YouTube channel, be consistent with your YouTube channel. If you just have one Facebook, you may say, okay, you know, I can't hire someone to manage my social media page, but, you know, I just have one Facebook page. But guess what? If you have that one Facebook page and you have your uh, what we call ideal uh, audience who's or ideal target audience who's 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 tuning in or wanting to tune in to your Facebook live that you may have, or they're looking for the content that you send out. Well, guess what? Be consistent. That's all we're saying pretty much today. Uh, you know, have that consistency in your brand and not just, 
what we call look the par. <laughs> you know, many of us had amazing logo. Many of us have had many graphics. Uh, many of us had professional headshots. And then we stop there. Don't stop there. Be consistent with your brand. Um, and in my book, I share also about branding well culture. In, in fact, on page 26, I'm actually looking at it right now. You see this? <laughs> looking at it right now, page 26. And if you guys haven't had an opportunity to uh, to get the book, it is, you can subscribe right now, marketingcampaignhandbook.com, uh, where I share about being consistent uh, and uh, branding with culture, knowing your mission and your vision. Once you know and understand your, your mission and your vision, it will definitely make sense. Uh, you must make make it clear, make it clear to your audience who you are. Uh, as Elizabeth stated, you know, she, she was clear, like it didn't work for her. So I want to ask you, like, what is one thing that just doesn't work for you? <laughs> you know, what is that one thing that's like, this is not it. I need to totally change my approach. I need to totally change my audience. Uh, definitely. That's the start. <laughs> that's the start. So make sure that uh, you're very clear. That's the word for today. Just being clear, being clear who you serve, being clear uh, who you are. And when you understand who you are, it will make it so much easier uh, to your idea client. So that's it, guys. Another episode of the Marketing Campaign Handbook. Make sure that you guys go to the website. Uh, it's marketingcampaignhandbook.com. Peace and blessings.